You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, Episode 17. Do you dread getting out of bed in the morning and dragging yourself to work? If so, you better listen up. Hello, hello, hello. Kristen Brown here, and this is the Happy Hour Effect Podcast, and I'm really excited to have you joining me today. This is episode 17, and I'm going to give you five ways to love a job you hate. Because I know there are a lot of you out there who get out of bed in the morning, and you really have to force yourself to go to work. It's It takes every molecule in your body to mobilize you to get in that car, get on that bus, get on that bike, and get yourself to the office. And even those of you who listen that are entrepreneurs like me, we still have bad days. Days when you don't want to do certain tasks, days that you don't want to do the books, days that you don't want to do all that paperwork. So there are in all of us that have to have a job, those days where we just despise our job. And I want to give you five ways that you can learn to love it even on those bad days. And you know, I've been in corporate America for 15 years before I left to start Happy Hour Effect. And I've seen it all. I worked with Fortune 50 companies. I worked worked with startups, everything in between. And I've seen good and bad cultures. I've seen good and bad bosses, good and bad coworkers. And you know, I've actually contributed both positively and negatively to those situations. There have been jobs where I've just loved it. And I've loved going to work and contributing and being an active part of the company and helping them grow. And there have been other companies where, you know, I haven't consciously sabotaged them, but I know that I haven't really gotten on board with their culture and their values and their mission. And there are a lot of reasons that we all slip into those types of mindsets sometimes. And so today I want to give you just some ways that you can get back on board. And I want to mention before I jump into that, that if you want the links and the notes from this show, just go to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcasts, and there is episode number 17. And that will give you all of the links and resources that I mentioned during this show. So go check out those show notes there. And of course, if you love the show, I would really appreciate you giving it a share, sharing it with your friends at work. And if you know anyone that could benefit from having me come into your workplace, because I'm a professional keynote speaker and corporate trainer, give them a link to this show and let them experience for themselves the types of information that I can bring to help people love their jobs and have amazing workplace experiences, whether that is working for a traditional job or whether you're an entrepreneur and trying to figure out how to make your life work for you. Let's jump into this. Now, I want to give you a little scenario analogy about what it can mean when you're not on board with your company's culture and how that can impact your stress. Because when you think about it, you know, say you're on a ship, say a cruise ship, you're on an amazing cruise ship that's got amenities, it's got features, it's got training programs, it's got tools, it's got benefits, it's got people, it's got all of the amenities and features that you need to be comfortable and enjoy the ride, right? And let's say that's your workplace, and you're on that ship, but somewhere along the line, you start to drift away from that ship, and you're in a lifeboat, and you're starting to drift away from the core thing that is your work, that ship. So you're drifting away. And there are lifelines hanging off the side of the ship. There's training programs, there's your benefits, there's all that stuff that you can take advantage of. And there's even people throwing you lifelines. They're throwing you coaching options, they're throwing you opportunities, they're throwing you support. And it's up to you to decide if you're willing to grab those lifelines and pull yourself back to that ship and get back on board. Because if you don't, 
then there's a, a drastic and vast gap that needs to be closed that can't be closed if you're not willing to take a step to get back to your employer. Because so many of us, when we get stressed out, we do blame the, our employee, our employer. We say, oh, I'm stressed out and I'm, I hate that my job sucks, my boss sucks, my coworkers suck. And you just get into this kind of negative pity party where you blame other people when really having a happy workplace and being part of a happy workplace culture and loving your job is a two-way street. It's not just about your employee providing for you. You have to contribute to it as well. So I want to give you five ways today that you can grab those lifelines, that you can get back on board, that you can try to move yourself back to the ship so that the gap isn't so vast and so that you're not feeling so negative about your job and about the stress that you're experiencing that you're actually blaming your employer for it. So five ways to love a job you hate. Now the first one is exactly what I just said get on board. If you are not on board with your company's culture, their values, their mission, and you're always fighting it, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to feel like you are doing something that you're contributing to the greater good. So getting on board with those missions is really important. That's number one. Number two, you need to identify those triggers that set you off in the workplace. So that means figuring out, is it a person that always sets you off? Is it a job task that always sets you off? Is it the environment? Is it your work hours. What is it that sets you off into sort of a negative place in your job? And once you've identified those triggers, you can more effectively plan for when you're going to encounter them and come up with more focused plans to minimize those triggers. Okay, so that's number two is identifying the triggers that cause you the stress and anxiety about your job. Number three, a way to love a job you hate is to adjust your attitude because I mentioned before that it's not just your employer's responsibility to make you happy. Only you can make you happy. So you have to say, you know what? Okay, this job right now is not the ultimate, but what can I do to make it the best that it can be right now despite me not loving it? So you really need to adjust your attitude. You have to change the way that you're reacting and behaving to other people if they are causing if they're one of your triggers. So adjusting your attitude about the situation that you're in, if it's inevitable and you're stuck, how can you make it better despite that stuckness? If you need to make a change, then make the change. Don't complain nonstop and expect that the world is just going to help you make it happen And if you don't take any action. So number three is to adjust your attitude. Number four, I love this one because it's one of those things where it's a no-brainer to take advantage of benefits, right? We take advantage of health insurance. We take advantage of all of that stuff. But most companies are offering lots of other perks. So number four is to take advantage of company perks. And that might be, depending on your company, it could be a flexible work environment. It could be summer hours. It could be yoga classes they offer over the lunch hour. It could be club running clubs or nutrition classes or stress, man stress management classes, wellness training. Take advantage of the perks that your company offers so that you feel more engaged in their missions, so that you feel more engaged in the culture so that you're really taking advantage of those things that are meant to help you feel happier and healthier at work. Take advantage of perks is number four. Number five, and this one's really important, you need to bring your best every day, even when you don't want to roll yourself out of bed. That means that even if your job is really sucking you dry, how can you change your attitude, like I mentioned in number three, so that you're bringing your best, that you're being creative, you're thinking out of the box, if you like that phrase, or you're smashing the box, if you like that phrase, and that you're bringing creativity to the job, that you're thinking bigger about your job responsibilities, you're being innovative, you're putting your best face forward, and you're putting some effort into your appearance, so you're not just dragging your butt into work looking like crap, smelling like crap, and not putting effort into how you appear. 
Because there is research that shows that when you look better and put together, you're perceived more positively. That doesn't mean you have to be a supermodel. It just means putting a little bit of effort, taking a shower, doing your hair, putting on deodorant. People will respond to you more positively and you'll have more success in the workplace. It also means bringing, when I say bring your best, bringing your mood. Because how many of you have walked into a place and there's been a crabby cashier or a cranky salesperson? You don't want to interact with them, right? Nobody wants to interact with someone who's cranky. Plus, you're probably not going to get promotions, you're not going to get recognition, rewarded, and that contributes to more stress in the, on the job. So be sure that even when you're crabby, even when you're stressed, even when you don't want to go to work or you're burnt out, that you bring a positive and happy mood to the workplace. Put on your best face. Fake it till you make it. There's research out that, there that shows even when you fake smile, it actually still sends positive signals to your brain and eventually it becomes a real smile. So don't be that cranky receptionist. Don't be the jerk. Don't be the annoying person that nobody wants to be around. Be positive, be helpful, be cheery, and be supportive. And supportive is another key word here. You need to support changes that are happening in the workplace. You need to support your coworkers. You need to support your leadership. And you need to support your, any employees that work for you. The more supportive you can be of each other, the more positive the workplace feels in general. And when you can all get on the same page and really be working toward that common mission and you're supporting each other in that mission, it makes a huge difference in your stress levels at work, in your happiness at work. And that support also helps you create tighter relationships, friendships, and that always makes work a lot more fun, right? Nobody wants to spend 40 hours hours a week at a place that's no fun. So find ways to bring your best to work, make it a great place to work by being creative, innovative, bringing a nice appearance and a good mood and being supportive to the workplace. It's really, really important. So I'm going to go over those again quickly. Five ways to love a job you hate. Number one, get on board with the mission and the workplace culture and what their goals are. Be a part of it. Be an active participant. Number two, identify the triggers that set you off and cause you stress, whether it's a person or a job task or an environment or your hours. Adjust your attitude. You are responsible for creating your own happiness. Your employer can provide you tools and perks and a workplace and an office and a computer and all that stuff, but it's up to you to adjust your attitude to take advantage of those things. And also, that leads me to number four, you have to take advantage of the perks they offer, not just the health insurance and the basic benefits, but the other perks that they have that are both tangible and intangible. And number five is bringing your best. Bring your best to work every day. Don't be that person that's difficult. Don't be that person that's negative. Don't be that person that doesn't give a crap. Even if that's how you feel inside, don't emulate that on the outside because you're dragging everyone else down with you. So those are five ways to love a job you hate and for you to work together with your employer because it is a two-way street. You need to work with them, they need to work with you, and you need to find that ground where you're both on the ship. You're both hanging on to the lifelines and you're both helping each other despite how tumultuous the, the ocean waves get. You know, it's kind of a cheesy analogy, but it's a good way to think about it, that you need to be on that ship. And if you start to drift, grab the lifelines. You Use what they have to offer to get you back on the ship and to start heading in the same direction again. So I hope you enjoyed this show. I would love to hear what you think. What's your favorite way to love a job that you may not exactly enjoy? And send them to me. Share them on Facebook. Send me an email at Kristen at happyhoureffect.com. And again, if you know any workplaces that could use a really inspirational speaker and help you to improve your workplace culture, stress management, employee happiness, send them my way. I will send you a hundred bucks. No questions asked if they hire me. I look forward to seeing you next time. Again, get the show notes at happyhoureffect.com 
Effect.com. Click on podcast. This is episode number 17, Five Ways to Love a Job You Hate. (laughs) And please share and give the podcast a little love on iTunes if you enjoy it. Give it a five-star rating. I would really appreciate it. I'm Kristen Brown. This is the Happy Hour Effect Podcast, and I look forward to seeing you next time.